Hey, Story Pirates podcast listeners, Lee here. I think you're going to like today's episode. We've got rainbows, berries, breakfast pastries that fall from the sky, exploding pants, and two hilarious special guests, Patty Harrison and Mitra Juhari. All that and more after this quick word for the grown-ups. Hey, grown-ups. This episode of Story Pirates is brought to you by Honey Nut Cheerios. Turn your good morning into a good day with Honey Nut Cheerios. Good starts with happy hearts. Okay, okay, my turn. I spy with my little eye something of the color blue. Oh, 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 is it my handmade tie-dye t-shirt? No. Is it the blue on this mural we have of a banana skateboarding on a half pipe made out of blue pudding? No. Is it the blue neon sign hanging across from the mural that says, hey, turn around, you gotta check out that cool mural? It has nothing to do with the mural. Ooh, I know. Is it the water outside our ship because we're in the ocean? Yes, you Okay, okay, my turn. I spy with my little eyes something, um, uh, blue. Peter, is it the water again? Yes, it is. You got it. <sighs> okay, my turn. I spy with my little eye something of the color green. Okay, oh, what's green? Ooh, I know. Is it Eric's sneakers? Nope. Whoa, these are supposed to be white. Guess I haven't cleaned them in a while. <laughs> green, green, green. What could it be? Oh. oh, oh, I know. Is it that massive kelp forest the ship is heading directly towards? Yes. Nice work. Hold up. Massive kelp forest the ship is headed directly towards? <laughs> is everybody okay? I believe we just crashed into a massive kelp forest. Uh-oh. This is not good. Kelp forest can be extremely dense, which means once you're stuck in it, you're gonna have a real hard time getting out. Oh no, what do we do? I'd have to take a look from the outside of the ship to know exactly how bad it is. Oh no, it's hopeless. We can't leave the ship in just our normal scuba suits. We're too deep in the water for that. The pressure's too strong. It'll smush us. We'll get smushed. We'll be smushed. <gasps> Gasp. No, no, no. Don't worry. Don't worry, everyone. I made us all special underwater suits that'll prevent the water from smushing us. I've been saving them until we really needed them because... Uh, okay, they're just really heavy. Super cool. Yeah, so just put them on and let's go see what we're dealing with. Okay. I call the red one. This is This is my finger. Oh, I my finger again. All right, let's go. All right, we just have to go into this vacuum sealed chamber and then out to sea. Ready? Ready. Follow me. This is amazing. I can't believe we're not getting smushed. I don't feel smushed at all. Yeah, no smushing here. Two percent smush. Okay, here we go. I can see the situation clearly from here, and I can confirm that we are absolutely stuck. Hey, I think something's coming towards us. Look, through the kelp. I think it's two somethings, two fish. Are they laughing at us? I forgot to mention, these helmets also translate fish into English. I wonder what these two have to say. Yes, you are stuck in our hearty kelp forest, just like all the other deep sea tourists. We are the keepers of the kelp hill, you see. To get out, you'll have to answer these riddles three. The first is, what? No, no. 
No, are you joking? We've only got two riddles prepared. Don't set up the expectation that we've got three. Okay, well, they didn't need to know that. We could have come up with something on the spot. Come up with a riddle on the spot? Uh, yeah? Do you remember what happened the last time we tried improvising? It wouldn't have been so bad if you'd have just yes-anded me. You said we were both dentists. In the scene. We were dentists in the scene. Oh, gosh. It's worse than I thought. If we want to get out of this kelp forest, we've got to get through... Go! The Bickering Riddlefish! I just like writing stories. That's a good line. What kind? And that's what gets up on your story. Honestly, I was just as pleasing pumpkin pie. And that inspires me that jokes are very funny. The story pirates. Welcome back to the Story Pirates Podcast. The place where you go to hear kids' stories broadcast. They do sketch comedy and songs and other things. Enough chit-chat. Let's get to the swing of it. Ah, you could have just ended there. My thought was incomplete. Quick, before they really go off, let's do a story. Okay, listeners. You know, why don't I just swim over here? Okay, listeners, this first story is an origin story about one of the most beautiful things that the natural world has to offer, rainbows. Here's the author to introduce it. Hi, my name is Franny. I'm six years old and I'm from New York City. And this is my story, The Fairy Without Wings. Have 
either. Do you want to play? Across a waterfall. Welcome. And underneath something seemed to shine. So to the water the fairies did call. Hey there, waterfall, what do you have inside? It seems like you've got something that you might be trying to hide. And if it's special, don't worry, in us you can confide. And this is how the waterfall replied. I can see you fairies and you had a fairly big problem. Well, this waterfall has got them. I saw you had them one day, and I had to spirit them away. I'm gonna say, Sun Fairy, you have water magic in you. I do. And Water Fairy, you've got sun magic too. So, Sun Fairy, take these wings of blue, and you'll be done. And Water Fairy, take these, the color of water sparkling. So the two fairies, they finally got their wings. Got their wings. And the water fairy's hair turned from blue to pink. Hey, let's fly. And off from the ground, they shot into the sky. Okay, but what about the riddlefish? What's their deal anyway? Bickering riddlefish. I've never encountered them myself, just heard stories from my nana, but essentially it's nearly impossible to get anything back from the forest they protect. Because the riddles are so hard? No, because they can't ever stop arguing long enough to get the riddle out in the first place. Oh no. It's okay, everyone. I'll just use my award-winning manners and ask them to unstick our ship. Wait, Peter! Pardon me, esteemed fishies who riddle. Yeah. Yes? Hello, I'm Peter, one of the passengers on that ship over there. I was just wondering if maybe we could get our ship back, please? <laughs> I don't think a riddle will be necessary today. <laughs> Peter, is it? Uh-huh. I'm Thiddle, and I'm Tibble, with a riddlefish pair. Retrieving your ship without a riddle isn't fair. Many before you have tried and failed. But it's up to you whether you can prevail. <laughs> 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 
was a good try, Peter. My manners have never steered me wrong before. This is a lot to process. But process you will, this tricky two-parter. That's right, a riddle in two parts is to be your starter. Uh, Dibble, that's exactly what I just said. Well, I couldn't tell. You mixed around your words and it made me confused. I was just trying out a bit of wordplay with the beardy one over here. Beardy? Biddle, when we have an actual audience, we can't just be following our impulses, okay? Uh, really? Because I just finished the book Improv for Riddlefish, and guess what it says on page one? Follow your impulses. See what I mean? We're never going to get to hear the riddle we have to solve in order to get the shit back. Not if I can help it. Tibble! Biddle! What? Please, I politely demand that you tell us your riddle. Oh, wow. Oh, well, we're trying, aren't we? What, you think we're just, like, here to hang out? Like, this is what we do for fun? Please! We're getting to the riddle. Calm your socks. My socks are calm, I think. All right, fine. First riddle. I am two small boats that sail not in water, but on land. Biddle, you need a bit of a warm-up before you just hop straight into it, like an appetizer. Can you trust? The riddle doesn't need an appetizer. Okay, maybe you both could just... That's like trying to give someone a cupcake and saying, Oh, no, but you gotta eat dinner first. Please, just... You do! Everyone says that! None of us can get a word in. This is a bigger disaster than when I tried to produce a site-specific performance piece in the middle of a paintball arena. Do we think maybe there's like another riddle fish that we could talk to? Hey, we heard that, and you're hurting our feelings. And no, we're the only ones on this side of the Eastern Current. Unless you count Griselda and Maurice, which, honey, I don't. Wait, did you hear Griselda literally couldn't remember a riddle the other day? What? No. <laughs> Remember when Maurice brought kelp to our potluck? Like, really? You're gonna bring something from work to my house? Okay, well, Tittle, Biddle, we really need our shit back. So maybe how about we try focusing our energy a bit? Or maybe I could do the riddle for you. You know, I actually have an MFA in riddling, so... Or I could build a machine that makes and solves riddles. Have you tried just taking some deep breaths? I know, maybe soup. Oh, 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 you know We'll be right back. Hey, grown-ups! This episode of Story Pirates is brought to you by Honey Nut Cheerios. The folks at Honey Nut Cheerios want to empower families to start each day with positivity. That's why Honey Nut Cheerios are made with whole grain oats and a touch of real golden honey the whole family loves, so you can start your morning with positive energy and a smile. It's what turns a good morning into a good day. Look for a box wherever you shop for cereal. Honey Nut Cheerios. Good starts with happy hearts. Hey grown-ups, Lee here with your weekly announcements. Are you looking for more Story Pirates in your life? Well, visit storypirates.com news for lots of links to lots of exciting announcements. Here's a taste. First up, you can register to hang out with us at After School From Home in November or December for fun and imaginative creativity and another way to connect with Story Pirates and our podcast hosts. Or you can join the Creator Club for the next virtual Backstage Pass event Peter and I are doing on October 29th to celebrate National Cat Day, during which we want to interview your cats. 
Plus, we have weekly improv comedy shows based on kids' ideas every Friday and brand new lesson plans and activities to go with every podcast episode. You can also listen to a brand new surprise song we just released called Happy Monster Day and pre-order our new EP, Very Merry Made-Up Holidays, for more songs about made-up holidays inspired by ideas from kids. Plus, grown-ups, you can post kids' drawings of their own monsters on social media with hashtag DrawTheMonster to celebrate with us. Finally, you can turn bedtime into an adventure with our new immersive theater experience featuring the Tony Award-winning Lily Cooper. It's called Sleep Squad, and you really don't want to miss this one. Learn about all of that and more at storypirates.com slash news. Now back to the show. Hey, listen to me. Friends, we can't let this bickering get to us. Right now, their bickering is distracting them from us. But your riddling lacks a certain je ne sais quoi, and I'm not the first to say it. Coming from you? That's rich. Yeah, let's use that to our advantage and come up with a plan for how to get out of here. Exactly! I just don't see any other way out. There's just so much kelp. It would dull any kind of cutting machinery we have or can even think to create. But could it dull my chompers? Peter, I ask this with the utmost respect. What? My teeth! I've eaten all kinds of things a human person should never eat, and these pearly whites have never failed me! Well, yeah, I guess in theory you could chew the ship out of the kelp forest. Oh, Eric, I'll do more than chew. I'll eat it too. Peter, you Peter, don't have to ask Peter. Peter, 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 one's been able to escape the kelp forest themselves before. Well, no one quite has the ability to <laughs> snack like I do. Whoa. Whoa. But you know what? This has made me realize something. What's that, Peter? I know I'm good at eating. Yeah, very good, actually. Even. So bad. Thank you. Yeah. 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 And yes. I'm new. Right, I know all that. But I'm tired of being the snack guy. <gasps> Gasp. It feels like that's the only thing about me that people pay attention to. It's always, Peter, you can't put that in your mouth, or Peter, take that out of your mouth, or Peter, keep your food inside your mouth, but no more! I don't want to be defined by what I eat any longer. I want to be defined by what my brain eats. Do you mean your thoughts? Yes. Yes, in fact, I do. That was... Beautiful. Yeah, that really resonated with me. Not so much the eating part. Sure, sure, of course. But you do have more to you than just your mouth and your stomach. Exactly. Just like we have more to us than just our riddles. Ex- oh, you do? Yes. I love painting mini ceramic models of old automobiles. And I love 
mess. All right, a little braggy. I'm not bragging. I'm just stating my interest. Wait, no. I, I don't want to bicker with you. I think, in all honesty, the riddles just really stress me out. And because I'm so stressed, I take it out on you. Ugh, me too. I feel the exact same way. Right? It's exhausting thinking of ways to rhyme every single sentence. I'm just not good at it. It does not come naturally. Is anyone really even good at rhyming or riddles? Well, according to my MFA, I... No, 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 Right, they're making amends. Not the time. Got it. Well, hey, thank you for giving us the gift of free self-expression. We'll give you the answer to the riddle we were starting to say earlier. The answer is... Shoes. Alright, bye bye now. We're off to pursue our passions. Bye bye. Wow, I never would have guessed that that's how today would go. Well, let's head back to the ship and get these anti water smusher suits off. What anti water smusher suits? Rollo! Oh no, Rollo, you got smushed. You're flat as a pancake. Didn't you see the anti-smush suit on the ship I made for you? Yes, but it gave me a wedgie. All right, well, let's go unsmush you then. Hey, while they do that, should we do another story? Yeah! yeah. All right, listeners, have you ever used your imagination to make up your own game? You know, with like made up rules and equipment and ways to compete? If so, you're gonna like this next story. Here's the author to introduce it. Hello, my name is Grayson. I am 10 years old and I live in British Columbia, Canada. And this is my story, The Competition Competition. Hello, and welcome back to everyone's favorite intergalactic TV show, The Competition Competition. I'm the announcer. My name is Announcer, and I'm here to announce the game. Here's how it works. Four contestants come from four random planets. They come up with great ideas for competitions, and then a panel of judges work together to choose the best competition idea that becomes a competition on Earth. Oh. <laughs> you said it. Today, our four contestants are Bloop from the planet Bloop. It is my great honor to represent the peoples of Bloop. Great! And our next contestant hails all the way from the planet Blop. Please welcome Blop! All shall bow before the might of Blop! <laughs> celebrate! Celebrate! Blop! <laughs> all right. And up next is Gop from Gop! Thank you, announcer. Never underestimate a Gop! <laughs> Whoa, settle down, Gops. <laughs> and our final contestant is Bob from Earth. Uh, wow. Uh, <laughs> I'm not totally sure how I got here, but it's an honor, I think. Go, Bobby! Come on, you got this, pumpkin! Mom? Woo! That's my Bobby up there. 
<laughs> Great to have you, Bob. Now, each of our contestants were told that they have half an hour to come up with their competition masterpieces. Oh, good. I'm definitely going to need that half hour. <laughs> I don't even know where I am. However, that's been shortened to the length of an ad break. Oh, gosh. I, I really wish I knew what was happening. I really don't know what's happening. <laughs> we'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. How many times has this happened to you? One ticket to the movie, please. Sure thing. Here you go. Gee whiz, thanks. Uh-oh. Looks like your pants exploded. Or how about this? Here I am at the park enjoying some fresh air. <sighs> oh, man. My pants exploded. Are you tired of your pants exploding? Yes. Then you should try Nelson's non-exploding pants. They're pants that don't explode. Caution, these pants may explode. And welcome back. Each one of our alien and human friends have come up with their competition ideas. First, let's hear what Bloop came up with. Bloop? <laughs> um, well, uh, I didn't have much time, so um, my competition idea is called The 27. Sounds interesting. Let's take a look at The 27. Four people. Hello. Hi there. Hi. Hi. Four different ages. I'm old. I'm a baby. I'm a teen. Middle-aged, I guess. All pretending to be 27. I'm 27. I'm oh, definitely 27. And now they all have to search for a job. Oh, hello. Are you here to interview for the job? Yes, yes. yes I'm 27. Yeah, whatever. Sorry. The position has been filled. Oh, Typical. It's the 27. So, um... That's my idea. <laughs> well, all right. Up next is Blop. I think you shall find my competition idea to be far superior. Well, we'll let the judges be the judge of that. Here's Blop's competition called The Jacket. Five ordinary people. Hi, hello. It's me. Hi there. Oh, me? Pretend to be jackets. Did she I'm say jackets? Sorry, Pretend what? to be a jacket? And try to advertise themselves to get sold. What, what is happening advertise here? ourselves as jackets? Huh, I could really use a new jacket. <gasps> And they're going to discover that it's tough being a jacket. Uh, you know what? I think I'm good. Uh, coming this fall, it's the jacket. Thank you, Blop. Wow. Up next is Gop. Thank you. My show is called International Bunny Competition. First slide, please. In my show, everyone comes and cuddles with bunnies. Aww. While breakfast pastries drop on them. Huh? The person who eats the most breakfast pastries gets to keep all the bunnies. Huh. That is all. Thank you. Wow, that was something. Thank you, God. And finally, last but not least, unless he is, of course, it's Bob from Earth. Mom, how did you even get here? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> Woo, Bobby! <laughs> okay, well, my idea is, uh, <laughs> pumpkin competition. Uh, it's where you eat pumpkins because I like pumpkins. 
Well, okay. Now it's time for the judges to deliberate. We told them that they have a half hour to make their choice. Very good. We will definitely need that half hour. But instead, we'll see them after this ad break. Wait, what? Have you or a loved one been the victim of a singed hiney, a burned bum-bum, or a tin stuckus due to an involuntary pants explosion? Yes, I have. I bought some pants that claim to be not exploding, but then I put them on, and guess what happened? Let me guess. I was letting you guess. They exploded? Yes, that's right. Then you and your seared seat may be entitled to a cash settlement. Who doesn't love cash? If you've been the victim of a Nelson's non-exploding pants pants explosion, call Nelson and Nelson today. I'm calling now. Caution, if you call us, your pants may explode. What? And welcome back from the break. The judges have deliberated and are ready to make some decisions. Judges? Thank you, announcer. The judges have decided that the international bunny competition... Yes? ...was terrible. Gop, gop. The jacket competition was... Yes? ...silly. Blop, sad. The job search competition was... Perfect. Just wrong. Oh. Which means the winner is Bob from Earth and his pumpkin competition! What? What? But why? Because, Bob, the judges also like pumpkins. Oh. Is there anything you'd like to say to the crowd? Uh, sure. Uh, hi. I'm Bob. I don't know how I got here. But thank you. I'm happy you like pumpkins. And also, um, I'd like to. What? My pants exploded! <laughs> they always do. Thanks for joining us. I've been your announcer, announcer. Join us next millennium for the competition competition. <laughs> Good night. Oops, there go my pants. The end. And now, Lee speaks with the author. Hello. Hi, Grayson. It's Lee from Story Pirates. Hi. So you wrote the competition competition. Correct. How did you come up with all these hilarious competitions? Well, you can ask me the origin of the competitions one by one if you, if you want. I would love to ask you the origin of them one by one. Let's start with the first one where four people pretend to be 27 and search for a job. The inspiration from that was actually from a story pirate story. Oh. Remember the floor juice one where the main character, character was offering floor juice to a young kid and said, little lady? Oh, yeah. And she had to run off and go get a job. Exactly. <laughs> That's how I came up with that one. So the next one, I want to know, how did you come up with the jacket competition? Well, for that one, I was thinking jackets and sales and then I thought, what if the people, instead of making their own jackets and advertising them, pretended to be jackets themselves? And that's <laughs> how that story came to be. And what about International Bunny Competition? Well, my family has two bunnies, and also I love donuts, so I thought, what if I made it rain donuts on bunnies? <laughs> and that's basically the origin. So... What about the pumpkin competition? How did you come up with that one? Honestly, I was just I was craving pumpkin pie. <laughs> did you get it? No. Oh, my gosh. 
Grayson, it sounds to me like you are like an idea factory. Like you're you're always coming up with ideas and jokes and like funny things to say. Am I right about that? Yeah, I would say you are right. How does that manifest most of the time for you? Are you writing stories? Are you telling jokes? Are you making other people laugh? This is something I am quite proud of. I like to make comic books. I've made one superhero that I've done the most. His name is Captain Crystal and his child, and they turned into Captain Crystal and Crystal the Kid. Kind of like superhero adventures. You know, the good old taking down supervillains thing? Oh, yeah. I'm familiar. And tell me about how you make your comics. So I think a lot of kids, when they draw comics, they're like, what do I do first? Do I come up with the words and the story, or do I do the art and the drawing first? What's your process? I write, like, what I think the character should say on a blank piece of paper. And then that gives me kind of a foundation to draw the characters themselves. That's really good advice, I think. Creating a foundation is important. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise you're like, okay, so this and this and this, and ah, it's just confusing. <laughs> yeah. Do you feel like in some ways it's more fun to come up with a supervillain than it is to come up with a superhero? Totally. I've came up with like 50 supervillains for, <laughs> for Captain Crystal, and I'm not even done. In the fourth book yet. One of them that I came up with is the Zappa, a giant fly holding a fly swatter. It's like, like sometimes pops in and randomly tries to zap Captain Crystal. Not aware that, well, he's a crystal. Not a diamond. Almost impossible to break. <laughs> then Captain Crystal's like, hey, bro, why you do that? Well, I need to see this comic when you finish it. I will try my best. Okay. Grayson, I am truly inspired by your comedic chops and your creativity. Thank you for talking to me today. It was fun to talk to you. Thanks, Grayson. You are welcome. Bye-bye. Goodbye. That's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening. And a big thanks to today's authors, Franny and Grayson. Before we go, here's today's story spark. Kids, write us a story about a weird character who is interviewing for a very important job. And during their job interview, they keep saying and doing weird things. Make sure you tell us what your characters like, what kind of job they're interviewing for, and most importantly, do they get the job? Why or why not? As always, grown-ups can submit stories at storypirates.com. See you next week. Bye! The Story Pirates Podcast is a production of Gimlet Media, executive produced by Lee Overtree and Benjamin Salka. This episode was produced by Sam Baer, Mike Havillon, Chad Chennai, Peter McNerney, Andrew Miller, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Jonathan Roberts, Jasmine Romero, Rachel Winitsky, and Nimini Ware. Recording, sound design, and mixing by Sam Baer at the Relic Room in New York City. Our theme song was written by Bobby Lord, arranged by Brendan O'Grady and Jack Mitchell, produced by Brendan O'Grady, and featuring the beatboxing of Kayla Milady. Musical scoring by Jack Mitchell. Our head writer is Rachel Winitsky. Staff writers are Mike Cabalon and Mahala Lawrence. And contributing writers are Peter McNerney, Megan O'Neill, and Lee Overtree. Special guests, Patty Harrison and Mitra Zuhari. 
This episode features performances by Eric Austin, Andrew Barbado, Marion Brock, Maydell Clarice, Alex Golden, Melissa Gordon, Cassidy Layton, Vanessa Magula, Peter McNerney, Jack Mitchell, Alex Nader, Emily Olcott, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Justin Phillips, Peter Russo, Austin Sanders, Jamie Watson, Nimini Ware, Marion Yasufu, and Matt Zimbrano. The Fairy Without Wings was written by Eric Gerson and produced by Brendan O'Grady and Eric Gerson with vocal arrangements and direction by Jack Mitchell. Huh, I wonder who that could be. Cool, it's the exploding pants I ordered. Oh, I cannot wait to try these on. I'll just open the package and try on the first pair. What? These pants aren't exploding. These pants are a cat. It's ridiculous. I'm gonna have to send these back. Okay, just just sit over there, cat. Okay, I'll just I'll just try on this next pair. Okay, here we go. Trying it on. One leg in one side, the other leg in the other side. No, these aren't exploding pants either. It's ten cats. What do they think they are trying to sell me ten cats instead of exploding pants? Go, go, get out of here. Go do something over there, cats. Okay, one more pair. These better explode. I'll just try them on. And, oh, no, no. Uh, these pants are a cat marching band. Whoa, actually, actually, this is really impressive. Huh, you know, if you've never seen a cat playing a sousaphone, you're missing out. 